Welcome in, Noah. It is the day before my wife's birthday, so thank goodness we're doing this today. Oh, seriously. Yeah. yeah she's an old maid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I only get to say that because she's just a little bit older than me. Um, <laughs> but, dude, long time no see. We haven't heard your voice in a while. Um, or mine. It's been, yeah. it's been three weeks or so. Uh, like I thought it was two weeks, maybe pushing three. It's definitely been a month. Has it really been a month? Yeah, I looked at when our last our last one was. I sent you the recording, like my email receipt. It was February thirteenth. Wow, we're on top of things, huh? And it is now March seventeenth. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, you know, and they don't. But I don't have a lot of time because yeah, I had some stupid friends leave me hanging. Suck them. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna dive. I'd rather not. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Uh, so we're gonna <laughs> dive right on into it, and uh, we're gonna go over Laser Dude and then Drake. Do the deep dives on them first, and then uh, if we do have time, we'll start attacking some trades. I forgot to ask you, Noah. Do you know where the last trade we left off was, or have we done any of them since the new year? Uh, we have. I'm guessing um, since you said like what February 13 was the last time we podcast. Yeah. So the first trade that we need to do that we haven't covered is your trade with Laser Dude with AJ Brown and Okay. Well, let's hurry up because I want to talk about that trade. <laughs> okay. So let um, we'll do Laser Dude. Did you do kind of the usual? Will you just where you just stuck to like 2020? Yep. Okay. So I will go first per usual. Um, looking at like great ads, I didn't have any till 2020, so I'll save that for your, for that, for you. Um, see if you get it. But for the only thing I really had, cause one thing you're going to notice, uh, laser dude and Drake aren't the most like transactiony. Um, like they don't, they don't trade a ton. They don't really use do, do a ton of ad drops. Um, they're pretty just consistent. They like, they like what they got. They try to hit home runs with their draft pick, which we're going to go over. They both know how to draft well. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them like to get rid of those guys, but, you know, it's all right. Um, <laughs> my my one kind of bad trade for LaserDude pre-2020 um, was actually with you and him, and that was he traded away George Kittle to you. Um, this is before the 2019 oh, yeah. season uh, for Kenyon Drake in a second. Uh, Ouch. So that... That one hurts a bit, Laser Dude. Uh, yep. I know George Kittle. Like that was kind of like the beginning of his stardom, and we didn't. We, we were pretty early. Like we had only finished one season in the league, um, and Laser Dude had never done a dynasty before. Uh, so I, it's at the time it was kind of ouch, but like we didn't really know everything back then. Um, so that's kind of one of those where you look back and you just kind of regret. But um, and then the other thing which I've talked about in previous podcasts for bad trades with him is man the dude always gives away his his first round pick <laughs> and it's always yeah. like way before the season so like he doesn't even know if it's going to be good or not and then always that like twice in a row it's been the 101 and it just <laughs> yeah. it drives me crazy i can't believe it like he gave away his first um to to g money back in the day and he traded for golden tate mark ingram and a third uh, and then he traded away the eventual one-on-one to me for Marcus Mariota, Kiki QT, and a third. Mm-hmm. Like that feels bad. Uh, yep. So yeah, yeah. And then later on, 
We don't even. I'll, I'll just say it now, even though it happened in 2020. He traded away his first for for 2022 for freaking Ronald Jones. <laughs> Come on, keep your first, laser dude. Quit trading them for people you don't need. Um, and now, and now you're never gonna let go of Ronald Jones because you're you're stubborn that he's gonna lead you to the promised land. Yeah, Rojo. He is not. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing that I like to look over and look back in the past is kind of like the really good and really bad draft picks from previous drafts. Um, in the startup, he had one that I thought was just a home run, which we already said fell into the bad bad trade category. And that was George Kittle. He got him in the 10th round. Um, he was the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. He was the 14th running back that was picked off the board. Um, guys picked ahead of George Kittle were Jordan Reed, Trey Burton, Kyle Rudolph, Jimmy Graham, Zach Ertz, Craig Olson, Delaney Walker. All these guys were picked ahead of George Kittle, and Laser Dude just snuck by and picked him up. Uh, that was a fantastic draft pick. And then uh, I really loved, in 2019, his pick of A.J. Brown at 203. Now, I don't know if you remember oh, that yeah. draft, Noah, but – AJ Brown was like one of like he was probably in every analyst like top two or three for just talent before the draft. Yep. And then AJ Brown got drafted by the Tennessee Titans with Marcus Mariota as the QB and he fell like a rock. And yep. that happened in our draft as well. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He was the eighth wide receiver. Guys like Hakeem Butler, Andy Isabella, Paris Campbell, Nicole Harmon, Nikhil Harry all went ahead of him. Um, and Laser Dude decided to take the shot. And turns out that guy was a superstar. So Well, and at that time, too, like Marcus Mariota was like just starting to go downhill. Oh, he was bunched. So ev- everybody was like, uh, A.J. Brown might be stuck with a crappy Marcus Mariota for the next few yeah, years. Yeah, and then they're like, say Marcus Mariota gets replaced. Who the heck is replacing him? He's probably going to Exactly. Suck. And then yep. it turns out they hit the jackpot with Tannehill. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just like Laser Dude predicted. Just like he thought. Um, yeah. Bad picks. In 2019, the, the, the only one that really stuck out was uh, Dwayne Haskins. Two picks after A.J. Brown. Ooh. An early, a little early for a QB of his caliber. Plus, we all knew he sucked because he went to what college, Noah? I did he go to college? He I don't might as think. well have not have with how he plays. I think like because the U.S. is comprised of forty nine states, <laughs> and I think he went to a different like independent state. I think yes. So he went to Ohio State, yeah. and so they're not known for. He, uh, for he was on a slab of slab of land. <laughs> Shut in the middle, up. In uh, the middle of a bigger slab of land. The the other bad picks was were from the, the original startup. Uh, Jarek McKinnon at 205. That feels a little bad. Doesn't uh, feel good, Bob. Does not feel good, Bob. Uh, Doug Baldwin was unfortunate because he retired a year later. Uh, yeah, and, that's not his fault. Yeah, and then Greg Olson at 508. He made up for it by picking George Kittle, but an old fart Greg Olson at the end of his career. It's <laughs> uh, not a fifth-round pick in my books, but you know what? It happens. It happens. Is he going to be an analyst now? Probably, yeah. Drew Brees is. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Olsen's already signed with somewhere. I forget, I yeah. don't know where though. Um, but no, yeah, Noah, your turn. Twenty twenty and beyond. 
any good ads or bad drops or trades or picks? What'd you what'd you find? Well, I did not look at ad drops. Not even a little bit. Okay. So sorry to disappoint there. I had one. You always got my back, bro. Um so yeah, he had for he only had five trades in twenty twenty. He doesn't trade a ton, and that's all right. Um the bad ones, I mean, we've already gone over it a million times. You've done your famous rant when he got Ronald Jones in the 403, and he gave away the 22 first, 2022 first rounder. It'll probably be the 101, um, knowing him. Yep. But I don't remember, I didn't write down who he gave it to or when it was, but when he traded away this year's upcoming 101, um, he received the 208. In a 2022 first and a 2023 third. Um, that was with Clay. Okay. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest doing that. <laughs> in his defense, he made that trade in October. And okay. He was, okay. He was not. Um, he was not going to be one of the bottom two teams. So it wasn't guaranteed that it was going to be a top four pick. Like he could have lost okay. in the first round of the playoffs, and it could have been the five or six. Um, yep. But then Laser Dude ran the table in the losers bracket and it ended up being the one on one. Okay. And then also yep. Zach Viss was like f- fifth place, so that second rounder could have been like two oh seven, two oh eight even. But then that second turned into two twelve. Uh, <laughs> so it's like anything that could have went wrong went wrong with with that yeah. trip, with that trade. <laughs> That's a shame. Um. <laughs> But when he did, when he, he traded away Mark Ingram for a first rounder in 2022. I did like that one. Uh, that's very good. Um, and he traded Chris Thompson to some idiot for a 303. Um, and who would do that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he got you on that one. Yeah. Um, anyway, the Chris Thompson at, hype was real at the beginning of the season. It was real. It was I was real. legit so excited. I was like, ah, I just stole him. And then I was like, ah, I didn't, though, is the weird thing. Okay. It was a fake. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I would say his strengths is he actually has pretty solid running back depth. Um, Kenyon Drake, Kareem Hunt. Um, obviously, the biggest one is Joe Mixon. Um, James White is still chilling there. I mean, it's not... Um, it's not amazing, but it's not bad. Um, you can roll with that. Um, I'm fine with it. Ronald Jones, f- forgot to mention him. Uh, the underdog, he hasn't mentioned there. Dude, nice. Make me vomit some more. <laughs> um, really love T. Higgins. Um, yeah, he was hold. he was my one. Obviously, the 2020 draft. Lots of things can change with these guys, but that was my one like really good draft pick. Yes. Yep. T. Higgins. Two hundred one. That was great. Super awesome. Um, found a diamond in the rough, Robert Tunyon. Um, that was my one great ad that he had. That was this last yes. year, at the beginning of the year, he grabbed Tunyon. Love that. Um, to get a guy for free like, is great. You can get by with Brady as your quarterback right now. Like uh, Apparently he's never especially with <laughs> Yeah, seriously. With him rebuilding, like I'm fine with him as his quarterback right now. Yep. Um, obviously, I'm sure he's... Uh, looking at his other options or whatever. And there's a ton of guys um, in the draft this year. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. I, he has, like, 
on his bench a lot of just like really like fringe wide receivers you know like Reynold Cobb, Duvernay, Ward, Higgins. Tate, MVS, yeah, Higgins, Humphreys, Conley, like these are all like fringe guys where like um I I don't hate that he has them on his bench. Like it's fine. It's just they're all like guys that you're like, oh I'll like I'll throw him on my bench and like if he does something cool, if not, whatever. Um so it's like it's fine, but it's not it's not creating strong depth for him. Mm-hmm. Uh love Troutman. Um yep. And Hayden Hurst at, at the tight end spot. Um, His tight ends are behind, pretty solid. Yep, behind Tunyon. That's the great group of dynasty uh, tight ends. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I would say for like if I were in his shoes, I'd be um, trying to move some of those running backs just with them having such a short window um, and the value dropping off a cliff so quickly. I, I mean... Personally, I try to move them for some value, but um, I mean, and he does have. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven picks yeah, three, in the draft this seconds. year. Yeah, three seconds. So I mean, he'll he'll get some value out of the draft. So I'm interested to see if he makes any more trades before the draft. Yeah, I can see him getting kind of best player available at two hundred one and two hundred six, and then um, I wouldn't be surprised if at two twelve or three one he grabs one of those running backs like a yep. Mac Jones or Kyle Trask or um, Trey Lance might even fall there. Or Zach Wilson. I don't, and as much as, I don't as much as we sh- to fall there, but obviously no, but. no, he won't. But like as much as we shot him in the face for <laughs> trading away his first rounders, he does have two first rounders next year and two first rounders in 2023. So unfortunately his, um, he doesn't have his own next year. Yeah, that's it's yeah. just known. It's the first round pick. Yeah, Jay Cozier though could be a high one. Yeah, not because Jay Cozier is a bad fantasy player, but Jay Cozier goes boomer bust, man. <laughs> yeah, he Jay Cozier. We'll we'll get to him uh, in in a week or two, I think. But yeah, his team is kind of um, on the the fringe where he's trying to compete, but mm-hmm. things could go wrong quickly. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so that, who knows where that thing's going to end up. Yep. I mean, that could be like 103, 102, 104 possibly. Yep. And we'll, we'll see. Yep. So, I agree. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So he's he's banking them up. He's got picks. He's got some solid guys. Like I said, if I were him, I'd try to, try to move some of those guys that still have value while he can. And uh, Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Keep looking so. to get rid of guys, you know, like Ronald Jones that can't help you and – but they have some value now. Those are the guys. Yep. Ronald Jones. Yeah. Ronald Jones. Uh, <laughs> Ronald fl- flipping Jones. Yeah. Uh, other than that, we kind of nailed it. My my one great ad was Robert Tunyon. Um, those anytime it doesn't have it doesn't happen often, and I'm finding that by doing this is when I'm looking through everybody's ad drops over all the years. There's not a lot of substantial starters that people grab off of waiver wires uh, mm-hmm. which kind of shows how bare bones it is already um, but yeah to, to get anybody that can be a weekly starter is is pretty rare and so that's that's a feels good for him yep yeah, um, that's pretty much it otherwise next boy is Mr. Dajinja himself Dragon mm-hmm. Scales Drake Lickle <laughs> Um, I will once again begin with some of the older stuff and, uh, I'll let you take the reins. 
Where did dragon scales come from? I used to call you've him called that him, way back in the day. But I, I was going to say, you've called him dragon scales ever since I can remember. Yeah, I don't know where it originated, but it, it was from <laughs> a while ago. Um, <laughs> but for uh, we'll start with... We'll start with draft picks this time first. Uh, from the startup, the only really bad pick that I had from Drake, because Drake actually killed the draft, um, was his 210. So the, his second rounder, he picked up Devonta Freeman. And that year, Devonta Freeman gets hurt, misses pretty much the whole year. The next year, he plays about half the year and doesn't do much. And then he kind of hits the dumpster. So um, that, was, that was a bad one that hurt. Uh, but he had a ton of good picks. Like, Zeke was a safe, solid 103. Tyree Kill in the third. Allen Robinson in the fourth. Uh, Robert Woods in the eighth. So, he, he had a lot of just... Where, where most of us, including myself, I had a lot of misses in those early rounds. Drake really only had one, which is a big reason why his, his team's been a contender every year. Um, for early on... With the ad drops, the only ad that I really had was in 2020. That was Wayne Gallman, which might not sound important. But if you look at Wayne Gallman's season last year, he bailed Drake out a couple weeks. Um, he had some like six or seven good solid weeks that, that helped Drake out. Uh, bad drops that I had was in 2020, 2020 there was Tariq Cohen, which we... Well, maybe get to. I ended up trading him for some value, which was pretty nice. And then uh, in 2019, he traded away. I mean, he dropped, I should say. He dropped Devontae Parker. So although Parker did suck at the time, it's kind of a feels bad because he ended up being a stud uh, literally after Drake dropped him. So unfortunate timing. And then uh, from trades, once again, Drake is like laser dude. Doesn't make a ton of trades. Um, I had bad trades was his acquisition of Jarek McKinnon and MVS. And he traded mm -hmm. away Will Fuller, Ronald Jones in a fourth. Uh, Will Fuller ended up to be very good the last season. And Ronald Jones was okay. He wasn't bad. Not worth the first, but he wasn't bad. Um, so getting Jarek McKinnon and MVS who did absolutely nothing that feels bad. And 2020, you will, I'll let you get to, you get to those. Um, the great trade is actually on the flip side, where he got Ronald Jones for Spencer Ware with G Money, and so one of two trades he made in 2019. Well, we've been talking about other people like Nate and DeYoung and Dykstra and those guys who make like 15 to 30 trades a season. And you got Drake with a solid three through the first two years of the league. Um, I'm pretty sure DeYoung, DeYoung, like DeYoung and Dykstra, they showed up at the same time. I think they both had three trades completed within 40 minutes of being in the league. Um, so we got kind of people of all types around here. What'd you find, Noah? Uh, sorry, I just had to live here on the podcast uh Bulkuma updated one of his player nicknames so i quick jumped over to that sorry about that fitz um, magic maker curtis samuel yeah did curtis samuel get signed to the redskins or i should say um, washington football team i don't i don't think so unless it like literally just happened 
Washington signing Curtis Samuel. Three-year, 34. Wow, 34.5 mil deal. Wow. I don't hate it. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's like Tyler Lockett money. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't hate it, actually. Um, No, I I think he's going to be really good with Scary Terry. I think they're going to be a nice one-two punch. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Hmm. What? what, He really did not waste time on that nickname. No, he didn't. He got right on that. That was dang. (laughs) <laughs> um anything that you right, saw. kudos Bolkama. <laughs> um from uh from oh just sec just sec i did, oh sorry i didn't go over drake's 2019 draft oh. um which sucked so drake had three picks <laughs> i'm sorry drake uh you've made some good picks like i i said your 2018 startup was fantastic it was one of the best but 2019 sucked uh, your fourth rounder, Miles Boykin. Who the frick is that? He's done nothing. Uh, Darwin Thompson. Remember when he was good for 30 <laughs> seconds in training camp? That was a waste of a third. Um, and then, <laughs> and then your first round pick at the 107. If if we don't rem- if we don't remember, I'll, I'll remind us. Tyreek Hill was having some off the field issues, and so they were worried about him getting suspended indefinitely. Um, and so then Michael Hardman was like his replacement and everybody was getting hot and sweaty for him. Uh, well, it turns Ooh. out Michael Hardman came out to be a big fat nothing. So um, <laughs> waste of a 107, which feels bad. But, you know, he could have had A.J. Brown. Could have had A.J. Brown. Um, Ouch. Damn. <laughs> well, okay. I'm being, I, I felt like being extra sassy because I've been really kind uh, so far. Especially like, it's true. like Drake's startup was... I would say one of the top two startups out of everybody. Dude, so. a sassy Eric is second to no one. <laughs> yeah, some people hate it, though. Most people, let's be honest. <laughs> um, okay, Noah, hit us with All 2020. Right. So in 2020, he amped up the trade just a little bit, went to five trades. Ooh. What? Uh, <laughs> there are actually some juicy trades, though. Yeah, so the good ones, um, first of all, even though it was with me, it turned out it, at the time we weren't really sure, but... Um, it turned out to be a really good trade for him where he gave me Zeke and turns out to be this year's 211. And I gave him Raheem Mostert, Austin Eckler, a 2021st that he turned into Cam Akers, and this year's 308. Um, I still think it was good for me because at the time that was good value and I flipped Elliot for um, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Yep, <laughs> but still, getting like Cam Akers out of that first, that's amazing. Um, and him getting Derrick Henry, um, he got Derrick Henry and the 209 for the 111 this year and a 2022 first, and Derrick Henry is absolutely worth two first-round picks. A late and first. he got a sec- Two late firsts, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, he's worth two early firsts even, you could argue. So the fact that he got that value and – um, got a two a late second back. That's amazing. Um, I'd say the bad ones is when he. Um, I think it was like pretty soon after the draft when he gave, um, uh, Jefferson Justin Jefferson away. Oh, and but, okay, we didn't think that at the time. No, we didn't. That's fair. We didn't. We didn't. Um, but now it looks bad with how good Justin Jefferson did. But um, he got Lockett the one eleven and the three oh two. Um, 
And then well, yeah, just he... I just wanted to highlight. Like I remember when that trade went down, I texted you and I was like, "Holy nutsack!" Yeah, Drake just like pulled I the remember. rug out from under Clay, and and then like in the first three weeks, the first three weeks, Lockett was like the number one or number two wide receiver in fantasy. Because Russ was cooking. So I was like, holy balls. Uh, he got Tyler Lockett plus a first and a third for a rookie kid. And then yep. after that, Justin Jefferson decided to be one of the hottest dynasty commodities in the whole friggin' world. So uh, Yeah, and now and that's just, this, it shows how it can flip. Yeah, Justin in, Jefferson, you would, you would never take that trade for Justin Jefferson now. This shows how, like, I always walk on eggshells with fantasy trades, even if they look terrible. Like, what are you doing? Because, yeah. like, j- look at this. One year later, and it looks... We thought Drake robbed Clay, and now it looks like the other way around. It looks like Clay robbed Drake. So, hey, there you go. Yeah. And the, the other bad one I have is when he got David Johnson in a 4 oh. six and gave away Cam Akers. I hated that at the time, and I hate it even more now. Especially because he, with Cam Akers... He gave away the better draft pick. So the better draft yep. pick also went to Cam Akers. I was shocked by that one. And it's unfortunately, it's not aging well either. Uh, yep. And I don't think it will continue to age well uh, unless David Johnson gets new legs. Um, so, yeah. So and that, with you on that, leads, that leads me into his team because he has such a good team. Um, I don't know if it's, his, David, I don't know if it's worth that. but His... His starting lineup is right up there with TJ's. Like, it's just so stinking good. You know what pisses me off, though? What? So, he would be in trouble if, if, because last year at the beginning of the year, he was starting off with Big Ben, Jameis Winston, and Jared Goff. And mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, we'll see where this team, where this QB room can go in the future. And then he falls upon this guy, Justin Herbert, who he didn't even know. <laughs> Remember when we did trivia? He didn't yep. even like. He I, didn't I was know. Like, I was like, how how many QBs were drafted in a rookie draft? And he listed everybody but the one he drafted. <laughs> I was like, you don't even know the one you drafted. And it turns out, freaking Justin Herbert is the stud of studs from the from the QBs last year. I can't believe it. Oh my gosh! I don't know what Drake has a special like drafting like workout or something that he does it's like ignore 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 stumble yeah and then hey you yep. win the lottery like i don't know what he's doing yep. but it's working frick no draft prep <laughs> no exercise installs dishwashers great at drafting things pe- people he doesn't know about <laughs> great drafting you know? guys he's never heard of <laughs> yeah nutsack dude <laughs> but seriously congrats drake you have an awesome freaking team yeah they're dang, very they're jealous dang good. Yeah, so he's got Herbert, the quarterback. Saved his um, bacon. Yep. Eckler, Derrick Henry, uh, running backs. Even, like, David Johnson still has value. I mean, he Mark doesn't Ingram look great on the field. Bit, really? Because Mark Ingram sucks. <laughs> That's the problem, though. They're they're in a battle of who sucks more. Yeah, and, but and I think the, David the... Johnson's... Has more in him than Mark Ingram. Yeah, the coaching staff does like Mark Ingram, so some of the coaching staff came from the Ravens, which is why they they picked him up. Uh, oh. So I'm I'm curious. I I, I think it's going to be like a sixty forty David Johnson leading the timeshare. 
I guess like I'm not too worried about it. I, I feel like they could have brought in somebody to back him up that would have put a lot more fire this under is the Texas, his starting job. Yeah, yeah, it's a disaster. But I mean, he's got. I mean, Devonta Freeman, I think, is pretty much done. But Raheem Mostert, It'll I don't be, really know what the running back room in San Francisco. They haven't. Look like. They haven't really figured that out yet. So if it yeah. doesn't change much, then that's a great pick. Still, like he's he's fantastic. Yeah. So. I still think Jeff Wilson is the most talented one there right now, but they could bring someone in or draft somebody. Eh, it's yeah. too much to speculate. And then um, Gus Edwards got a little help with Gus Edwards because yeah, like he got him. re-signed, I like so him he's a lot. nice little nice little handcuff. Tyler Lockett on the bench. Um, yeah, Lockett on the bench. Hardman, a lot of young ride receiver. Reynolds looks good whenever he gets volume. So yeah, yeah. I mean. And yeah, his starting lineup is just really, really good. Yep. So uh, he doesn't have a first rounder this year, but I don't think it really matters. Doesn't need one. He doesn't have it because he um, has a team like he has. Exactly. Exactly. So, but he's still got like two hundred five, two hundred nine, two more in the back half of the third. Like, yep. So he'll get a little bit of value out of the draft too. Always yeah. trade a couple Frickin'. of those and get move up in the draft too. Yep. But yeah, no. And then the the only thing I would mention because we already went over this trade was. Um, he got Mark Andrews, and he traded Evan Ingram, and I forget what else. Um, but he traded Evan Ingram and a pick uh, for for Mark for uh, Mark Andrews. And get so, it out. There we there go. go. Words. <laughs> uh, and I like that a lot, just because he's had Evan Ingram since the beginning, and uh, he's just not getting it done for a guy that wants to contend like Drake does. And so. I think this helps a lot. Oh, he gave away the 111. So that's a big pick. Uh, so that's a lot yeah. of pressure on Mark Andrews to uh to get it done this year, but I think still worth it. I think it, it should be I worth think. it. You got a top 5 tight end in dynasty. So mm-hmm. um yeah. No, I I'm with you 100% on all that. Um other than that, like you you kind of hit everything. Um if we look at 2020, uh that draft class Cam Akers and Justin Jefferson at the 110-111. Those are two of the best picks in the whole draft, let alone the first round, and he got it at the back. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately for him, he traded both of them real early uh, before either of them boomed. So that kind of sucks for him that he slayed the draft, but then he didn't really get to reap the rewards from it. Um, but, you know, you win some, you lose some, and that's just kind of how trading goes. So, um, Yep. Yeah, no, I'm... Uh, I'm with you. I'm excited. I think his team is fan flipping tastic. Uh, trades. Let's go over a couple. Okay. Well, well okay. let's go. Let's go over a couple. We'll start with that AJ Brown one. <laughs> you want to talk about this? So I'm bad. gonna I'm gonna push it to the last minute before I have to leave. Because um, like we got some good trades. Okay. Okay. So. I'll just I'll say it here. You got AJ Brown and Laser Dude got Joe Mixon, uh the two oh one, the two oh six, and a twenty twenty three first rounder. <sighs> big big hug. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's uh I think it's completely equal, completely fair. But like if I'm laser dude, like I'm keeping AJ Brown like that's the cornerstone of my team. I don't know. I don't know. Didn't didn't love it for him. Okay. <sighs> didn't love now, it. So do you not love it just because you don't? Yeah, because you're saying Mixon doesn't help him for now. 
Yeah, so Mixon, I love Mixon. Um, it actually but hard to let him go. it's just it's a short window for running backs, and I don't think Laser Dude is going to compete for the championship this coming year, in my opinion. Um, and so you're grabbing Joe Mixon, and in a, in a few years, who knows? Joe Mixon could be Todd Gurley. You know that that would suck for him. Yeah. And we know we know we don't know much about the class in 2022 and 2023, um, but we know this class in 2021 should be pretty good, um, kind of on par with last year. And so he also gave up that 201 and 206 where he could have had some value there, um, especially him who's in need of a quarterback. Um, yep. You know, could be a good one chilling right there in the early second round. So, yeah, I mean, I think the value he got for A.J. Brown is fine. Like, he got good value. Um, it, you know, you didn't rob him or anything like that. I just You don't like it for, for his team needs. Exactly. For the build and structure of his team, I don't like it. Yeah, I can see it. Yep. Lord knows I've been wrong before. So yep. and and if I'm being completely transparent, um I I don't remember off the top of my head the offer, but I sent him an offer before this, and I actually thought that offer was better. Um like I thought it was it was a bigger, better offer. Um but he liked this one and I think Mixon was a big part of it. Um and then getting those second rounders, I think, I think what he's looking at is he gets a stud running back that he wouldn't have been able to get in the draft because this draft is top heavy at running back. Um, and then I think he's hoping and confident that these second rounders he can get some studs at wide receiver, kind of like what he did with AJ Brown. But like you said, AJ Brown's a known commodity. And now he's kind of risking with these second rounders and that for that eventual first that he kind of needs to hit on them. Um, mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, I'd say the, you. the only thing in his favor is like AJ Brown. It, it can be a little streaky because like Tannehill is not a high volume thrower, but like it, it, that gets made up for because AJ Brown gets any of that volume. But um yeah. yeah, my only concern from the AJ Brown side is he did get both his knees cleaned up from surgeries, and one of my favorite things about him is the dude is a freaking man, like he is a man. But yep. being a man sometimes gets you hurt, um, and so yeah, that's my only thing is stay healthy, my boy. Um, but yeah, no. So random that two of the best wide receivers in the NFL right now were on just the crappiest Ole Miss college football team at the same time. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. It's so random. Everybody looks back and they're like, how did that offense not score 80 points a game? <laughs> like the two manliest men wide receivers ever. They should have just thrown the ball yeah. the whole time. That QB sucked. <laughs> All right. Next one. We got that three-way trade. We probably have time for one or two more trades. Okay. Okay. So this is the three-way between G-Money, Dykstra, and DeYoung. I'm just going to say what they received. So G-Money got Hunter Henry and Kenny Galladay. Zach Dykstra got Baker Mayfield, Tony Pollard, the 202, and the 203. And DeYoung received T.Y. Hilton and Chris Godwin. What do you think, Eric? Yeah. Um, mm. I I think I think 
DeYoung is happy because he didn't. He gave up Hunter Henry and, and Kenny Galladay. And basically all he did was he didn't need Hunter Henry. He has George Kittle. So he basically upgraded with with uh, Chris Godwin. So he upgraded his wide receiver position, got younger mm-hmm. and better. So I think he's happy. Um, did hurt his depth a little bit, but I think that's fine. Um, Dykstra, I'm a little confused because I don't know what his plan is now. Like this trade, giving up Chris Godwin and getting Mayfield Pollard and then two early seconds, it kind of feels almost like a mini rebuild or retooling. Um and so I don't know if he's planning on hard competing this year or if he's going to use that to get someone else that he really wants. Um, so I think I think for Dykstra, it's a wait and see what he does. And then if he does keep the picks, he better hit on them. Uh, for G Money, not going to lie, I didn't love it. Um, I like him getting rid of Hilton, Mayfield, and Pollard. Like I think that's fine. But mm-hmm. the 202 and 203 for a team that's rebuilding and doing a decent job of it, I thought that that kind of might set him back a bit. I don't know if Kenny Gallande and Hunter Henry, like maybe he's banking on them having kind of a resurgent year and then he can flip them for more. Um, well, yeah. what's interesting is at the time we didn't know where these players are going. and We still don't know Gallande, um, yeah. Yeah, Henry signed with the Pats, but we don't know Gallande, yeah. So, so that, that, was, that was my thing is yeah. um, a little confused with G-Money. I thought that the picks were probably more valuable than to him than anybody else here. And then I'm curious because I feel like Dykstra has a plan, but we'll kind of see what happens. Um, but I did like it for DeYoung probably the most. At least for now, up front, it looks the, like it makes the most sense for DeYoung. Yep. What? You, anything for yep. you? No, you kind of you kind of hit it all there. So I I, I think G Money's side is interesting. Um, getting Hunter Henry and Kenny Galladay, I'm, I'm kind of okay with it. Good players kind of he okay can use, it. yeah. Yep, yep, and they're both. I think they're both pretty young too. Yeah, Kenny Galladay's like twenty six, twenty seven, and Hunter Henry's like twenty six. So, okay. like, they're not old busted, and and they might do really well in their new teams. So we'll kind of have to wait and see. Yep. Uh, the next trade was between you and Clay. <laughs> Noah, you surprised me. I didn't. I didn't know you were a Henry Ruggs guy. You went after Henry Ruggs and received him, and then you traded to Clay the two oh seven and two oh eight. What was the what was the process? Honestly, like I, I'm not a big Henry Ruggs guy. Um, okay. To be to be completely transparent, this was kind of an impulse buy, and interesting. Uh, this was not offered to me. Like I pursued him because um, I just felt like this was perfect. Because I feel like when a wide receiver breaks out, it's the most often the second year, sometimes the third and beyond, but most often the second year. And we know Henry Ruggs is talented. Um, I admit, like, his body type and the way he plays, it's it's a lot less often that they have success, you know? Like, yeah. the the um, the Tyreek Hills are rare out there. That's why it's just the Tyreek um, Hills. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I think you lump Lockett in there, too. Um, yeah. But still, he's, ex- yeah, those guys. he's extremely talented, and if he starts popping off in the beginning of the year, like his stock is going to go through the roof because of his draft capital and because of his age. I think his stock can only so, go up, honestly. Yeah, so I was just like, you know what? You know, paying a few late seconds, let's do it, you know? So That was my alarm yeah. telling me, get the frick out of here, if you heard that. <laughs> uh, I will I will close with this. Personally, I 
do not like rugs at all. I think um, I kind of was thinking this last year, and that's why I didn't like rugs or Judy. I thought Devonta Smith and uh, Waddle were like the much better versions of rugs and Judy. I thought Smith mm. is the better version of Judy, and I thought Waddle's the better version of rugs. Um, time mm-hmm. will tell for that, obviously. But um, so for me, I I really like this for Clay retooling 207 and 208 are, are solid picks um they're definitely not guaranteed anything but they're they're solid and at the least maybe he wants to package them and use them for trades um but i do see where you're going because like i just said rugs's value to me can only go up um yeah and so if you think this is fair value now then if what you believe is going to happen then you should be able to if you want to flip this for something even more down the road absolutely yeah well unfortunately screw us um that's that's all we got but uh we'll let i think there's six more trades that we'll have to get to on the the next one um five is it five five more five yeah so we got five more uh where we go next week with the two teams let me look the next two teams Freaking Zach, the stupid picture of Zach Dykstra throwing the pizza keeps popping up. <laughs> <A> little, like, <laughs> freaking nuts. Uh, <laughs> I'm not hating it because I love it. But uh, uh. next week, ooh, this will. No, we're gonna need more time next week. Uh oh. It is you and Zach DeYoung. Oh my. We're gonna need a lot of time. <laughs> Uh, so maybe an hour and a half to two hours blocked out would be probably smart for you two. Um, Perfect. I'm going to need to do a lot of studying if I'm digging back to 2018. Um, Have fun with that. <laughs> we both we both trade and draft a ton. Yes. Uh, thank goodness DeYoung has not been here since the start. He showed up a little later, which helps me out. Um, but yeah, dude. Anything? Uh, any last words? That's it, man. Like, does does anybody in this league like fantasy baseball, man? I feel like I'm all alone. I'm just. I feel like Viss might be the only guy for you there. I'm a lone wolf. Like, I freaking love fantasy baseball so much. <sighs> Has a reason. And we're in pre- we're in prep season right now. Freaking prep season, <laughs> dude! It is so much freaking fun. Uh, that's funny. Get this. Get this. I, I texted TJ. I was like, "Do you like fantasy baseball?" He texts back. I think I was in a four-team league once. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I, I really hope that it's because, like, only three of his buddies like fantasy baseball. Well, instead it, it of, sounded it, like it was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, instead of it being so. like he had only three friends at the time. Like, that would be worse, but. Oh, yeah, I didn't take it like oh, that. Oh, okay, good. TJ's a great dude. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic. A great dude. Yeah. All right, dude. I have to be somewhere in a minute and a half. And I am still <laughs> sitting in my chair, so uh, I gotta go, dude. <laughs> thanks for thanks for joining me, and we'll book out an hour and a half to two hours next time. Yep. See ya.